Hello, I'm Jim Salverson and welcome to Sound Business, a podcast all about sound, audio, podcasting and the people who make it. On this show, we're going to talk about something that I had no concept of around three, four weeks ago. And I think a lot of people will be in the same boat because we're going to talk about the Dalvik Android Audio Library, which was the source of a huge amount of mystery downloads across a whole load of podcasts mid-November. There seems to be a load of confusion about why it happened, where they came from, and there are still ongoing discussions about how podcast hosting platforms are dealing with these erroneous downloads. So, on today's podcast, we're going to try and answer some of the key questions around exactly what has happened. And to do that, I'm joined by VoiceWorks' very own head of operations, Andrea Day, who is going to be your guide to Dalvik for Dummies. Andrea, how are you? Where are you? I am very well and I'm in a very icy Staffordshire at the moment, North Staffordshire. Right, everything's icy at the moment. The whole world is encountering that. It's too expensive to put the heating on. So everywhere, inside and outside, is icy. So we're going to talk about the Dalvik Android Audio Library today, which has caused chaos amongst podcasting over the last two weeks or so. It sounds like the place where R2D2 stores his MP3 music library, but it's not that. What is the Dalvik Android Audio Library? It's a way of listening to podcasts. We can listen to podcasts using loads of different mechanisms. Uh, kind of the, the big guns are your Apple Podcasts and your Spotify's of this world. But there are hundreds of different ways to be able to listen to your podcasts that you download. And Dalvik is one of those ways of listening. But Dalvik is used on multiple pieces of software and multiple hardware devices to be able able to access podcasts. So just kind of think of it as a piece of software which is available on Android devices, which allows you to connect to media such as podcasts. So it's not something that I would have consciously necessarily downloaded onto my phone, like an Apple Podcasts or a Spotify. It's kind of there in the background of certain podcast apps. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, you will have never heard of it before. If you're a standard podcast listener, you'll have downloaded an app like Samsung Free, which is the media player for Samsung and Android, which contains this Dalvik code inside of it. And lots of other podcast players do. It's not just those by Samsung there's, there's, uh, or even Android. There's, there's ones by Google as well. Other places have this Dalvik code in the background too. So even before this recent spike in Dalvik activity that we've seen, there may have been people listening. You might have noticed within your podcast host a portion of your listening coming via Dalvik Android Audio. Absolutely right. I've done some work on the Sports Social Podcast Network, our own podcast network. And that has got about 2% of the downloads in November or the start of November from the 1st to the 18th before this problem arrived, about uh, 2% of our downloads were these Dalvik downloads. And then later on, towards the end of the month, that rose all the way up to 44%. So per se, Dalvik isn't something that is necessarily dodgy or suspicious or unusual in any way. But what we have seen recently is some activity that made it look suspicious. Certain podcasts around the world have seen massive audio spikes coming from the Dalvik Android Audio Library. What is it exactly that's happened? So around the 19th of November, Samsung released a new version of their Samsung Free app. 
user started downloading that. And in the new update, when you went to the listen tab of the player, it opened the player automatically and started playing a podcast. So if you didn't stop that within three seconds of the player opening, then the player would autoplay segments of the featured podcast that Samsung Free App was featuring. And then it would, in the background, pre-download other podcasts to allow you to scroll through those podcasts for instant play. So you could scroll through them and it would play instantly rather than waiting for the download. So it means that a lot of downloads were actually initiated that weren't initiated by listeners. There were all these pre-downloads that happened in the background of the Samsung free app and they were never initiated by a person and they were never played, but they were downloaded in the background. So that's why certain podcasts saw spikes and others didn't because it was down to whether or not you were featured within this new Samsung app to whether the autoplay happened and thus you saw the spike in audience. Absolutely. It affected some podcasts more than others. So these were non-initiated downloads by humans. They were never reaching human ears. Why were they being reported by podcast hosting platforms, including Megaphone that we use and many others around the world? Why were they being reported as audience behaviour when they weren't that? What is there? Are there not safety measures in there that make... Like, I'm thinking of when you use a capture on the internet, right? And you have to click, tick those little boxes of what are trees or what are bikes and something. It's designed to work out whether you're a human or not. Why doesn't that exist in the podcasting world? Why was this not caught before it got to this stage? Well, it, it kind of does. But podcasting, as we know, is still new and is still developing. So what... What we have as our recapture to make sure that people are are actually people is that we have an organisation called the IAB and they have certain classifications and specifications of what classes as a download in podcasting. Now, at the moment, the most of the podcast world is using IAB version two as the, the current specification. And if you are IAB certified podcast host like Megaphone, then you will use these criteria to judge whether a download is a download or isn't a download. Now, th- this autoplay feature in in the Samsung free app is not kind of a a new phenomenon. But what is slightly different with the Samsung free app is that it was pre-downloading 90 seconds worth of audio. Now, in other apps, historically what's happened, if it it does pre-download audio, then quite often it will download maybe 15 seconds or 30 seconds. So what IAB have as a version two criteria is a 60 second limit. If you've downloaded 60 seconds, worth of a podcast that is classed as a download. Now, what Samsung Free were doing were 90 seconds. So it actually went through that criteria. But what other podcast players in the past have done has always been caught by the IAB criteria. So that's why we have got the these peak of downloads that we didn't have before, because the Samsung Free app has got 90 seconds worth of audio downloaded. Does that mean we're likely to see a IAB 3 certification that kind of reacts to this in the future do you think are they going to make moves or is it going to be more a case of samsung winding back what their autoplay feature downloads 
Well, Samsung have already wound back. <laughs> so <laughs> whether IAB will will choose to look at reclassification, what their what their download criteria should be, or whether we we just all conform to their current criteria, Samsung have now kind of rolled back on on this feature in their app. So we can very clearly see on the Sports Social Podcast Network download figures that the app was released on the 19th. We've got a real kind of big spike on the 19th and then a huge wedge of Dalvik downloads between the 25th and the 29th. A few on the 30th, they're still there on the 30th. And then kind of from the 30th onwards, they've dropped off. So Samsung have already addressed this issue, which is great because it means that everything is kind of within November and we can we can fix it and sort it. But I think the thing that we need to be very aware of is at the moment, some podcasting hosts have decided to already discount some of these Dalvik downloads. They've actually removed them from people's download figures. Megaphone, who we're with, are waiting for IAB to come out with a, a kind of public facing statement as to, to whether mm. these uh, downloads are actually counted or not. But what we have to also be very aware of is that these downloads, because we have a lot of pre-roll advertising messages at the beginning of a podcast, these downloads will have happened, but they will also have pulled a load of ads as well. And some of those will be counted as actual real life IAB certified impressions. And the downloads are not real downloads and the impressions are not real impressions. So different organizations are kind of filling the gap at the moment. What we're doing is that we're looking at those Dalvik downloads, which have come from Samsung devices, because we know it's only a Samsung issue. And we're taking those very specific dates, the 19th, where we see a peak, and then the 25th to the 30th. We're taking those Samsung downloads within those areas and removing those downloads because they're not real. They haven't been listened to by a human. And we're also redistributing any advertising impressions that have been delivered in those kind of non-human herd downloads and redistributing those to make sure that our clients and our advertisers are getting the value for money which they've paid for for their advertisements as well. It feels like from a Samsung point of view from I certainly believe us at VoiceWorks and Sports Social Podcast Network have acted promptly and it has been dealt with. And it will be interesting to see what the IAB says from here in terms of what they recommend as the official action, because clearly the majority of these downloads, listens, inverted commas, are false. They're not really there. There will be a very small proportion of those that are genuine, but it seems like it's going to be fractional. But there needs to be a clear criteria, doesn't there? There needs to be some kind of line in the sand that that illustrates how this is dealt with in the future because it could easily, by the sound of it, be something that happens again and could be repeated and we might experience down the line. Absolutely. It could well be repeated. And the the way that... The, the podcasting industry works. Now, you, you, you can see this as, as two sides of the same coin, is that some of this stuff is still pretty new. It's reactive. There's new technology that's happening all the time. You know, we're, we're recording this on the 12th of December. This happened less than a month ago, and the industry has already been able to take action because of the way that, because of the volume of data that we get, because of the granularity of data that we can get, that we get. We can fix this problem, not that difficultly, you know, 
know, it's, mm. it's not that hard for us to fix. And, you know, the fact that these Dalvik downloads have, have stopped suggests that the, the app has been updated and that Samsung have kind of gone, you know, hands up, we shouldn't have done this or, or you know, we, we've, we've fixed it. So there's always going to be new stuff that comes out of the woodwork. And that's kind of part of the joy of what we do is that there's new stuff that's happening all the time anyway. But the fact that we've got such quality of data that we can show things factually, you know, we can look at every single specific download that this is not what you have like within the radio industry with things like radar if you've got one radar diary that's scaled up mm. to account for a certain size of the audience whereas our audience here is each individual download we can check is it a dalvik download is it a samsung download has it occurred on a specific date which impressions have been delivered for which advertiser and which do we need to recredit you you can't do that granular of data and an audience measurement in any other world than podcasting. So although it's, you know, it could be seen as a negative to have different organisations and companies be able to do this and and not have to kind of go past some preemptive criteria, but also in the same, you know, the same the, the same coin, turn it over, we've been able to, to unpick this super quickly and it's all going to get sorted out very, very easily with everyone pulling together to make it work. And that just adds confidence in the podcast market from a podcasting perspective, from a creator perspective and from an advertising perspective as well, which is the important bit, right? Absolutely. You know, we, we, can, we can literally go through each individual impression and, and work with our clients and advertisers to, as to which one hasn't delivered or not. And you can't do that with any other medium that, that, than a digital medium. And podcasting for audio is exactly what this is. Andrea, thanks very much for filling out the Delvic knowledge gaps. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure as always, Jim. That is it for today's podcast. If you want to talk more about this topic, then why not get in touch with the VoiceWorks team? We're more than happy to share our intel. VoiceWorks.ai is the website. You can find us there. It's also the perfect place to get in contact if you want to have a chat about your audio strategy. Audio strategy.